Well, 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 good. Beautiful morning. How are you doing today? This is April 1st, 2020. Time is ticking away. It just does not stop, does it? 525,600 minutes in the year. 365 days, 168 hours in our week. How is your heart? How is your mind? How is your beautiful soul? I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. Please forgive my voice again. It is 7.51 in the morning. I did not sleep uh, very much last evening or this morning, as I should say, because it is morning at 12 a.m., right? (laughs) So uh, I spent most of the evening uh, attempting to upload a a, uh, audiobook onto uh, ACX.com. It was pretty difficult to do, but, you know, I feel like my father always takes care of me and sends people my way. And I found uh, that uh, a friend of mine's son was actually able to help me out more than uh, I needed. And it was sent right on time. And I am so grateful and appreciative. But anyway, I was saying that I want to thank you for choosing to subscribe to this podcast. And I also want to thank my sponsors. Thank you so very much in this time. Now, what can I bring to you, the good people of this world? What can I bring to you, the good people of this world? There's so much that we could talk about. There's a lot on my mind, in my spirit, in my heart. I want to keep going. I wonder if you can repeat that after me. I want to keep going. I wonder if you could say it one more time. I want to keep going. Some things we have to speak into existence. Some things we have to verbalize. Because speaking things sometimes is very, very powerful. I'm not going to say sometimes. I would say most of the things that I've spoken and I really, really, really wanted to work hard for in my life that I put my full energy into my full focus. They have happened. Um, I'm not saying that everything has happened. No, everything has not happened. But the things that I need, I have because I ask. Now, I know that in this time, there is a lot of doubt. There is a lot of uh, emotional doubt mental doubt uh, doubt in our leadership uh, doubt in our spouses uh, and government all of those things and I know they are real and they are relevant uh, relevant to the times excuse me so what can I and other people offer you in this time to lift your heart mind and soul for you to be able to go out and attack the day still. Attack the day. Well, I want to offer a few things this morning and then I'm going to be uh, out of your way. There's something about the Father 
there's something about the definition of father. There's something about being the source. And I talked to you a while ago about my earthly father and my heavenly father. You know, I'm not going to judge anyone. I'm not. I, I, I could. <laughs> uh, I know that I'm judged by many, many people. But what are people going to say about me, you, our leaders, people when we leave this earth? My pastor used to say, let the life that I live, let it speak for me. And there's so many people whom have walked this journey, who have lived amazing lives, uh, lives that uh, will be celebrated for a very, very long time because of all the things that they left behind here. Now, some people think that they can't do something just right where they are. Yes, we are locked in. This is our time to be ultra creative so that we can still get out what we need to get out to the world. For some of you, that's a book. For some of you, that's a poem. For some of you, that's a song. For some of you, that's a sermon. For some of you, this is spending major time with your family that you just have not spent in years. Many of you spend time traveling around the world and never get to spend an hour or two just talking to your children. Well, here's the time to tackle all of that. Now, I'm in no position to tell anyone what to do. All I could do is suggest certain things. And hopefully one or two of these things in these podcasts will inspire you, lift you up, uh, give you a little bit of clarity for you to uh, go out and live your life, live up to all of the potential that you have been given inside your beautiful mind and inside your beautiful soul. I want to talk about a gentleman whose name was Caleb. And uh, I normally don't do this, but I want to do this because I feel as if it is time. And I don't want you to think for one second that I'm trying to be religious. Let's take the word religious out of this for a second, okay? Um, I know there are a lot of people who are turned off to religion. Saw something interesting the other day and I could not find it again on my feed. I saw the people of Italy on their knees. I saw the people of Italy on their knees. I wonder if some of you saw that. I saw the people of Italy on their knees out in public in their big squares and things. And people were on their knees and they were crying out to the father. It's interesting because I saw it and I watched it and then I couldn't go back and find it again. And I don't know why that was. It kind of baffled me. This is a time where people are seeking answers. They're seeking for someone to come and be the difference maker. Now, that could be you. That could be me. That could be the doctors. That could be whomever uh, locally, internationally, nationally. Yeah. So I want to try to do my part, good people. So I want to share this with you. See if it might encourage your mind and your soul in some way, shape or form. All right. Caleb. Some of you may have heard of Caleb. Some may not. Maybe some of you would do some research after this. My job is to open your mind to new things. Caleb is first introduced to us when Moses is instructed by the father to send out one man from each of Israel's 12 tribes to spy on Canaan, the land that the father had already given to his people. 
Now the scripture indicates that Caleb was the head of Judah and the son of Jebhun. Forgive me, I don't know how to really pronounce this name. I think it's Jeb, Jebani. I believe it's Jebani, forgive me. So let me read that one more time. I never read things before I actually do them. Uh, Caleb was the head of Judah, the son of J-A-P-H-U-N-N-E-H. <laughs> I cannot pronounce the word. Forgive me. But there are two important principles that scripture gives to help us better understand Caleb. First, he was a man of strong faith. When the 12 uh, spies reached out to the land and brought back their report to Moses, Caleb and Joshua had the vision to believe the father. While 10 spoke about unbelief, Caleb understood that the land had already been conquered. And Caleb uh, stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it. If we are well about to overcome it, and that's in Numbers 1330. Secondly, the father recognized that this man had another spirit from all the rest of Israel's leaders because of Caleb's tenacity and determination to follow him. In fact, the father promised that only he and Joshua would come into their inheritance because of Caleb's belief. Now, Caleb was 85 years old when he saw the father's promises fulfilled to him and, and his children. Despite his age, my favorite book declares that Caleb was just as strong for war as the day Moses sent him out to spy on the land and he settled in the modern day. Now, what can we learn from this gentleman named Caleb? Even with the uh, overwhelming obstacles that many, many of us are facing, uh, we are able to overcome them with the help of our Father. We must be able to be people of faith, speaking what the Father says about us instead of believing and how the world attempts to depict us. Now, my favorite book affirms that without faith, we cannot please the Father. All these urban problems, they seem to be nothing to the Father. He is looking for men and women and children and people all over the world who will stand up and declare to their communities and to the hopeless and fearful that the Father will help be able to overcome all of these giants in our land. Now, secondly, the Father needs all of us, all of us, to be with another spirit. Yes, men, women, children, everybody, we all need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because there are other spirits that are out here. And we need to be empowered by the Father to follow Him. We are called to set the example that the Father is real all around us in our communities, in our churches. And churches is just not a church building. It's, it is the people 
The Father wants to empower us for service, so we will assume leadership responsibilities no matter our age, our educational background, our socioeconomic backgrounds, all of that. The Father is looking for a few good men, women, children who have the audacity to believe in him for his works are impossible. Can you count on me? Can you count on you? Can you count on us? Can father count on us I believe that he can I believe that he can I believe that he will I don't want to be distracted I try to get up a little early before my children get up (laughs) and sometimes they wake up at different times and today they happen to have awakened a little early so I'm going to go out into the car for a little while be one with nature for a moment I wonder if you could hear some of the sounds there. Is life still happening? The birds are chirping, saying thanks. So I'm going to say thanks. But anyway, forgive me that I could not pronounce that one name there because sometimes words uh, that you're not familiar with saying will trip you up and I am not a perfect man so anyway let me get back to it and I'm going to close the car door so there's something about being calmed out set apart so to speak in a time like this now of course I was reading uh, to you from uh, my favorite book and I hope that it might become your favorite book because A lot of people don't realize that the word is not and was never meant to be a religious thing. Man has made it that way. And unfortunately, there are many people who turn their back on word uh, because of a bad experience, because they've uh, heard things that, you know, are very hurtful from the word. Here's what I believe in all of this. Uh, you know, everybody's heard about Moses and <laughs> all of his trials and tribulations and, and what the father bought him and the people out of. A lot of you have heard that story before, but this was just a little story about Caleb and how he was filled uh, uh, with spirit. And we have to be careful because there are many, many different types of spirits that are out here right now. And I wanted to offer this to you guys because, you know, I saw things. I try not to watch a lot of Facebook and things like that because there's so much negativity going on. But I also want to stay informed. I don't want to just lock myself in. Um, But, you know, some people. (laughs) We all talk to ourselves. Let me just say that we all talk to ourselves. We talk to ourselves more than we do anyone else. That voice that's formulating words before we speak them you know what I'm talking about we have to be careful because at this time we are all very vulnerable to uncertainty when we go out we're like hey you know what's gonna happen you know I gotta go grocery shopping for my kids I hope I come back okay like I have that thought you know but I pray a prayer of protection before I go out and I hope you do too as well I 
saw some disturbing things online because people are losing their minds. And some heads of states around the world are losing their minds and taking their own lives. And because of this pandemic. So Caleb, this gentleman, had a tenacity. He had a certain determination about him to follow the father. Uh, He wanted to follow the promises. He wanted to um, get what was his. (laughs) Sometimes you've got to run after that thing more than you know. And right now, what we have to run after, I believe more than anything, is clarity. We we have to really think about what our children and grandchildren are going to say about this moment. What are they going to say? If God does spare my life and I'm able to see my grandchildren one day, when they ask the question, Dad, Granddad, what did you do in this time when the world seemed to be going crazy? Are you going to be a person or am I going to be a person that says I did absolutely nothing? I didn't try to offer anybody anything. All I did was lock myself in the house, me and the kids, and we just lived our lives and we tried to give nothing back. Uh, we all have a call on our life in different ways, right? And right now, I believe a lot of us are being called out to do a great work. And some of us are going to answer the call and some of us are not. Some of us are going to say, this is what I can do in this time to help out just locally, Right. Some of us are so powerful with our words. Some of us are so powerful and and we bury all of the gifts that we have. But in times like this is when people need you more. People really need you at this time. Now, a lot of people are grieving around the world. And let me offer all of my condolences to each and every person whom has been affected by this pandemic and has lost their precious life to this COVID-19. Life is so precious and each and every one of you under the sound of my voice are a precious being. T.D. Jake says the one thing that I can guarantee you is that I can't guarantee you anything. (laughs) This world is so uncertain. Things will always change. We will all have some pain in this life. I don't want anyone to suffer. I don't want to suffer. I don't want you to suffer. I don't want that. But I want us all to know that grief and pain may happen in this time. So I want to share just this little bit and then I'll be out of your way, okay? All of life is a process of grieving. That is, life is a process Establishing primary attachment to significant others and separating from significant others. To speak of life in some ways is to speak of grief. Grief is the tension that holds life and loss together. Grieving experiences are the most profound experiences of life. It is through the process of grieving that we become whole persons. Grief is essentially our response to loss in life. It is a normal reaction to significant losses. The first such loss is the one we experience at birth. Wow, I didn't even think about that, huh? 
we are separated from our mother's womb. The process of attachment, loss, and grieving are continuous cycles which occur throughout life. Wow. In a book, All Our Losses and All Our Griefs, they've developed a framework for our discussion on loss and grief two people Michelle Anderson so anyway I just want to leave you little nuggets of things yes grief is happening right now for a lot of people and losing and gaining losing and gaining they just keep happening right it's like the seasons keep changing but you can't put away your summer clothes and not think that you're not going to wear them again the following summer, right? You, you pray for that. You hope for that. You don't pack up all your summer clothes and go, oh, that's it. I'm going to now just give everything away, even though I can still fit it, right? We have the winter, spring, summer, and fall. I will do a podcast about winter, spring, summer, and fall. But one thing that's guaranteed is that change will happen in this life and we will have pain and we will have some grief, but we've got to be able to make it through these moments, pick ourselves up to be greater than we were yesterday. I read something the other day that all we have is yesterday, today and tomorrow. But really all we have is this current moment, right? You all are beautiful. You are special. You are incredible. I just read this morning that a childhood friend of mine may have been diagnosed with covid 19. Uh, I won't mention his name, but he went back to work and was not feeling very well. And uh, I believe his primary doctor told him that uh, he may have it, so he has to go to a testing site. And I pray for him and his family. So a lot of us are grieving right now. But in this grief, I want you to be able to also... Think of all the change that's happening and change is inevitable in all that is within the grief, within the loss. If we prayerfully all come out of this, there has to be change from this. And we're looking to the world for answers when the world is not really going to give us answers. Our fellow man, they say they have no cure for this at all. They say they have no cure for this at all. And we're looking to man to help dampen this a little bit. And they're trying to find the research. They're trying to come up with a vaccine. They're trying to try new drugs to help out. But sometimes there's answers that are greater than us, bigger than us. And sometimes we don't understand why uh, these things happen. Here's a couple things I'll leave with you. I hope that this podcast made a little bit of sense. I know that I talked about Caleb who was actually running after the thing that he wanted. He was running after his inheritance. He was running after the father. He wanted what was his, and the father granted what was his because he thought differently than the other people. He wanted to stand out. Maybe you can research that for yourself uh, in the good book. Uh, Also, we uh, talked about grief, and a lot of people are grieving right now and what grief means, but we won't let 
these things totally take us out. We, we all want to be stronger when we come out on the other side of this. Pain and grief are a part of this life. They're part of this journey. And like I just read to you, uh, grief begins as soon as we're born, when we're separated from our mothers. But we cry, we cry, we cry, we kick, we kick, we kick, we get back, we get a little food, we get stronger, we get stronger, we get stronger. And then it's like, yeah, mom's there, but I, you know what? I think I can try some of this on my own, right? So as I close this podcast, and again, I hope that it made some sense to you. And I apologize that I had to move from the back room into the car. Hopefully the sound is not that different. But I want to offer this to all of you. Let's not think of religion as a bad thing. There are many people who are in the religious world whom have tainted excuse me, what the father intended. If you will, indulge me for a moment. Dr. Miles Monroe, whom I admire very much, talks about the book being stories about a king, a kingdom, and its royal family. A king, a kingdom, and its royal family. And in that the kingdom, the, the invisible kingdom, which is what we believe in and what we talk about. And when we get on our knees to pray, we pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thou art the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Dr. Miles Monroe, when he talks about it, he says maybe some of uh, the people whom have been speaking the word have been not speaking it correctly. And it's just a thought. So many people, for as long as I can remember, would always talk about the rapture, but they would not really talk about the kingdom, the kingdom. And again, he mentions that the kingdom is a far off distant place. And when we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, he wanted all of us to take over new territory, so to speak. And he wanted what is existing in heaven to reign here on earth because we're spirit beings having this human experience. This is just a thought. This is just something to think about. And again, I'm not trying to be religious. I just want to open up your mind to something different. Think about it in a different way. And again, when I saw all those people on their knees in Italy and they were just crying out because I believe the prime minister there made uh, an announcement and all of them came out because I don't think they're saying there's very much more they can do over there because they're so overloaded with this COVID-19. So anyway, the Father, the King, King of Kings and the Lord of Lords will prayerfully bring all of us through this. But we have some work to do. We just cannot sit around and do nothing. You have to do something. The world cannot heal itself. I want to offer you seven things, seven things to think about. The world cannot heal itself. 
So think about this as a mandate from the kingdom. Think about your father, the king of kings and the lord of lords, and him leaving a mandate for us, telling us some things that we should do. And I know I'm taking a chance doing this, and I, I hope that you can open up your mind to it and not be turned off to the podcast, but maybe you can pass this on to someone to open up their heart and mind to something different. So number one, the world cannot heal itself. We are trying. We are trying. We have been trying, but the world cannot heal itself. Think of a superhero. The reason we love superheroes is because, you know, Superman and, and all these people, they come from another place, right? And they come down and, you know, they give us these supernatural things and they save the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movies for you, huh? Just think about that for a moment. The world cannot heal itself. So we find people on their knees praying to the Father in all different types of languages and all different types of tongues all over the world at this moment. It is real. I saw things in Venezuela and Jamaica and France and Italy and Germany and doing nothing is not an option. Number two, doing nothing is not an option. It's not an option, people. This is the time for you to act. This is not the time for you to sit back. Doing nothing is not an option. This is for the kingdom change, for the kingdom mindset to come about all of us. Number three, Whatever you allow, you can never criticize. So here you are. <laughs> You've got to be careful. You've got to be careful. Whatever you allow, you can never criticize. So a lot of people are criticizing leadership and all this stuff now. But guess what? A lot of people allowed all of this. And I'll just leave that there. Number four. Whatever you avoid, you can never change. Whatever people are trying to avoid, don't avoid. Please do not avoid. Dig deep. Think about what you can do. Do not avoid. Dig deep. Think about what you can do. Think about that family that needs you. Think about the little things right now that we can do to install some clarity around here. We have some really, really smart people in this universe. Number five here, you must become the answer to your prayers for change you must become the answer to your prayer for change I was talking to my children the other night and I told them I taught them the our father prayer but there may come a day when maybe daddy may not be around prayerfully I'll be here but there may come a day when I'm not around and I want them to be able to be able to say prayers to their father that they can formulate themselves. And I wanted them to understand that they have the power to speak to their father for comfort, for answers, for clarity, for thankfulness. And I try to teach them to be thankful. Maybe that's one thing we can do here as we are going through this trying time. I'll keep it moving. Whatever you permit, you are responsible for, wowzer. <sighs> So I know that I have an earthly father and a heavenly father. And I know that there are a lot of fathers who are here who have abandoned their responsibility. <sighs> Lord, I can go on and on and I won't. 
Well, let's get back to this. Whatever you permit, you are responsible for. So a lot of people permitted X, Y, and Z to happen, and you're responsible. And we're also responsible for our families. We're responsible for our families. We're responsible for our immediate families. We're responsible for our families. <clears throat> this is a mandate, a kingdom mandate, that we're responsible for each other. Uh, don't permit certain things to happen. Don't, you know, permit people to go out and and uh, speak badly of people who are from another country whom they said bought this thing over here. Like, don't let that happen. Speak up. Don't permit it. Uh, maybe when we come out of this, maybe we will finally see each other not as black, white, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, German. Maybe we'll see each other just as people, the human spirits that we are, the beautiful human spirits that we are. Let's not permit this madness anymore. Let's all be responsible for one another, this human race that we are. <clears throat> Excuse my voice. Number seven here. You can let things happen or you can make things happen. You can let things happen or you can make things happen. In that, I'm reminded of a beautiful man, Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. You can let things happen or you can make things happen. Nelson Mandela was a strong, strong, strong man. I wish that one day maybe I can have a Nelson Mandela type of spirit. Nelson Mandela was a person who made things happen <laughs> my goodness did he make things happen for his people and there are certain people now who are making things happen uh, I don't want to get political at all I'm not I just want to give a shout out to my local governor here whom is Phil Murphy whom seems to be Informing the people, keeping them informed about all that's going on, encouraging them to follow certain guidelines and making things happen to protect the people, making sure we're all in at a certain time that we all are social distancing and following uh, the mandates that are put out here. Also, I want to send a big shout out to Governor Cuomo, Governor Cuomo in uh, New York State. Governor Cuomo, I've been watching him. I hope that you've been watching him and some of what he's doing. And Again, this says you can let things happen or you can make things happen. And these are a few men who are definitely making things happen. This is a part of our mandate as kingdom people. As kingdom people. As kingdom people. You are all beautiful. You are all special. You are all exceptional. If no one told you today, I'm going to tell you, you matter. You are exceptionally made. You are a gift to this world. And though we are all going through a trying time, we can all come out of this better, clearer. I want to thank you for choosing to listen and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast is what I was trying to say. Take some of these words, go out to the world, make it a better place. I'll talk to you a little later.